Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider, consider <laughs> hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. As I tell you every single time, and some of you guys love to know this kind of information as well. Your watch time, your likes, and your comments help the algorithm <laughs> and help us you know just do better as a channel as a community so thank you so much for doing you thank you for your love support and time and that's all i got to say so thank you so much and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first story comes from jerry the hvc guy Am I the arsehole for asking my emotionally fragile daughter, 16 female, to take a paternity test to help me in court? My wife and I are finally going through a divorce after living separated for almost four years. We didn't do this sooner because we both separated our finances and co-parented amicably and didn't want to waste the money. We originally separated after I confronted her on multiple affairs, but I wasn't mad, just happy to be done with it. Our daughter was not phased too much by the transition at first, but we tried to make it as easy as possible on her. However, just two months after I moved out, my wife moved her boyfriend into our house and made our daughter very uncomfortable. So she decided to live with me the majority of the time instead. Wife has since been very irresponsible about bringing men around daughter. When the pandemic hit, my business boomed while my wife lost her job and had to start working at a grocery store instead. Wife decided to finally file for a divorce and take me for what I was worth as I was now making way more than her. I'm not going to lie, things went from mediation to a hostile divorce very quickly when she requested more custody and money than I thought she was entitled to. Ultimately, wife was unwilling to admit to her affairs and I threatened to get a paternity test for our daughter to prove her infidelity. I had suspicions before about the paternity of my daughter but never acted on them because I didn't want to lose her. Well, this was a big mistake because this caused my wife to reveal to daughter that she was an affair baby. Moreover, she told our daughter that if I found out that she was an affair baby, then I would do unspeakable things to her. Wife told her daughter all of this to try and get her out of my home and drive a wedge in a relationship. This has caused my daughter to be distant to me and paranoid and emotionally erect for months, and I didn't know why. After talking to my lawyer and getting assurance my parental rights would not be affected by a paternity test, I decided to ask my daughter to take it. I sat her down and explained it was just to prove her mum's infidelity and that she was still my daughter. Unfortunately, before I could tell her much of anything, she had a full-on panic attack and locked herself in her room. Eventually, her favourite aunt, my sister, came to pick her up and she is now living with her family. My aunt is the one who informed me of the things my wife said. Daughter and I have been going to counselling and daughter plans to come to live with me again. Court also ordered my wife not to contact daughter and my lawyer thinks we will do well. But my sister thinks I'm an asshole for asking my daughter for the test. But the time to prove wife's infidelity was running out and I thought my relationship with daughter was stronger than just genetics. Am I the asshole for asking my emotionally fragile daughter for a paternity test? 
Daughter and I never took test, but I was able to prove infidelity in other ways. Now there's a mixed bag of comments on this one. So we're gonna go straight to the comments on this to see what they say. Then we'll sum it up afterwards. So Yasmin says, me reading the title, yes, you obviously are. Me reading the whole post, holy heck, no, no, you are absolutely not the arsehole. Lesson learned, read things properly, people. Wow, wow, well, what says, not the arsehole. It was in your daughter's best interest for you to get custody and not pay more than necessary in alimony. It's 100% understandable that she freaked out and didn't see it that way. X is obviously the arsehole for forcing you into that position in the first place. And Naraim says, everyone sucks here, your ex more than you though. You were able to prove the infidelity in other ways and the paternity test should have been a last resort option. You could have also gone after her for engaging in parental alienation, which is a great way to get a judge pissed at you. Your ex would have lost a lot of credibility when that came out. And Nomadasius Rex says, not the arsehole. Your daughter needs therapy and a paternity test is a routine part of the divorce proceedings. And Stanab says, everyone sucks here for weaponizing your daughter in a divorce, with each of you maneuvering for a favorable financial settlement. You're risking your daughter's mental health over money. Jeez. And Ritz Post Ritz says, everyone sucks here. You and your wife are both assholes for making your daughter a pawn in your divorce. And Theory Addict says, you're the arsehole. I was going to go with everyone sucks here, but the wife is the obvious antagonist in this. And the real prompt of this post was the interaction between you and your daughter. So I revoke my everyone sucks here verdict. It sucks that your wife is doing this to you and your daughter. However, you seem to have known that your daughter was emotionally vulnerable to begin with. Even without knowing or hearing everything her mum said to her, having a parent you've known your whole life wanting a test done for paternity is actually can be quite harmful. It can change her safety she feels in the relationship. As in, she may feel she is now more expendable and doesn't have the safety net of biology on her side. She may feel shame or insecure if she is, really is an affair baby. Her mum made it seem like an extremely negative thing to be and not to mention you kind of made it seem like something bad since it was going to be something to use against her mum to prove infidelities or literally your daughter being the proof of it. If she is an affair baby, it can cause a lot of confusion to her, including questioning her identity and place in the family. Kind of like my first point. She could be concerned you may not fully love her now because she is proof of your wife's past affairs, which also prompted the divorce. You seem to be more focused on the court case than how she could have been impacted by this revelation. Honestly, rather than the paternity test, you could have probably had her testify in court about what her mother had said, though they still may want a paternity test nonetheless. But even that would be traumatic for her, especially if they ask for a test after. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Lord Of. Am I the arsehole for tipping a server only 15%? My boyfriend and I were eating dinner at an upscale but casual restaurant the other day. For the record, we're not American but are visiting for work. I do live in the US for a good part of the year but mostly live in Canada and the UK, where I grew up. In Canada, there's also tipping culture, but I tip the standard 15% and never had any trouble there. And in the US too, for that matter. We ate on the patio. Our waitress was nice and provided great service. Our total bill before tax came to $85. We tipped $12 or 15%. We paid in cash. Just as we left, we heard the waitress complain about the tip to her coworker. She said something along the lines of, carries a designer purse, but still tips like crap. I was very shocked and my boyfriend wanted to go back and confront her, but I told him it was not worth it. I did leave an anonymous review on Google about what happened. I spoke with some American colleagues who state that 15% is considered a good but not great tip, especially in nicer restaurants. 
generally given if the service was just mediocre. I've only given more than 15% tip in America if the service was truly awesome and I haven't gotten any bad feedback before this incident. Now this is one of those ones where I love, I prefer to read the comments on this one and hear your opinions because I, the majority of the audience here is from the US. It's just the way it is. That's the numbers. It's what the numbers are telling me, right? So I always love to hear your opinions on this and about the US tipping culture because it's like completely different compared to the UK and many other places, I imagine. So I'd love to know your thoughts on this one. And we're going to go straight to the comments with Trillium Summer saying 15% isn't a bad tip but $12 is actually 14%, but it's no longer a great tip. And you said you got great service. In much of America, the hourly tipped wage hasn't increased over a decade and is under $3 an hour. So it kind of makes sense that the tip percent has increased over time. Would you want to still make the same you were making a decade ago? The only reason why I'm going with a soft you're the arsehole hesitantly is a combo of one, you said you got a great service and 14% isn't a great tip. And two, the restaurant industry has been hit hard and is still not recovered yet. So I'm in a good enough position that I can afford to eat out. I've been given 20% normal unless it's a bad service. Otherwise I'd probably say, no, you're not the arsehole for giving a 14% tip. And Mal says, for me, a former server, 15% is the absolute bare minimum. The server would have to punch me in the face to get less. Where I live, the Washington DC area, 20% is the standard and usually round up to the nearest even number. So I'm going with a no one's an asshole here. I feel like you didn't intend to stiff her and she didn't intend for you to hear. And potential minimum 537 says, I've always been raised that 20% is for great service and 15% is for really basic service. I live in the northeastern US. And also others have pointed out you actually tip 14%, so you quite literally did tip like crap. Also, your boyfriend was being hella extra for wanting to confront the waitress because of a private conversation he overheard between her and another coworker. Leaving a review was also a pretty shitty thing to do in this after they've likely been hit extremely hard by the pandemic and otherwise you said the service was great. In the end, serving you was a hassle for your server that she did not get fairly compensated for and you also potentially harmed the business with your review. In the US, this is pretty much universally considered arsehole behavior. And Take says, not the arsehole, complaining about a 15% tip just because someone carries a certain purse is ridiculous. $12 is almost twice the minimum wage, and that's one table. Unless you complain about the tipping culture in the US, not getting 15%, pay them no mind. Now, I always find like that the differences in tipping culture and stuff like that. I know it's incredibly shitty that people have to rely on tips, but I always love hearing your opinions on it. So let me know. And I know we have quite a few people who did do serving in the past and you've let me know your stories before so again i would love to hear your opinions on this let me know in the comments below and our next story is from minivan full of junk am i the arsehole for telling my niece that she most likely won't make a lot of money with a college major i'm 50 and work in it my wife is 46 and is a sixth grade teacher our son is 24 and works as an engineer My sister is older, 52, but her daughter is younger, 19, than our son. She is in her first year at NYU for a degree in art history. My sister is divorced and a homemaker, but still gets alimony from her former husband, who since has a second wife and other kids. She also claims disability for an old job injury to her hand from 30 years ago. She and my niece co-signed a loan for niece to go to her college. Niece asked me recently about what I think of her major, and I said it sounds very fun, but if it matters to you, most art history majors won't be making huge salaries. 
She was satisfied with this and said, Oh, I know, I just want to study something I like. Okay, fair enough. She's an adult. She can do what she wants. She asked me my opinion. I gave it and she accepted it. Sister texts me the next day that I'm an asshole for saying her daughter can't make a lot of money with her degree. I correct her that I said most art history majors don't make a lot. Not that it's impossible. Sister says that her daughter is going to be a museum curator or write art critique articles for magazines someday and those people make more than me. I tell her I think that's great and good luck to her. With a degree from a prestigious university like NYU, she will have a better shot than many others. I tell sister that if you borrowed six figures, maybe daughter can get a certification of some kind in grad school, like a teaching degree. That way she can teach in schools just like my wife did. Sister says that her daughter is following her heart and that's none of my business. I remind her that my wife and I loaned her money before to pay their bills. And that if we needed to loan them money in the future to chip away at the 110,000 that they borrowed from some bank, I want my niece to be in the best job role possible to eventually start paying us back. Sister says, I'm just a STEM snob. Uh, no, I'm trying to be real. But am I the asshole? Should I have offered my opinion at all? It's not like I offered it from nowhere. Niece asked. Now, I don't know if OP's correct about the whole art major thing, whether you, you know, you can't really get a, a high paying job with that, with that major. I don't know the ins and outs of that. But I think in this one, to me anyway, you know, she did ask your opinion, you gave it. And I think it was a fairly logical opinion if you did know what you was actually talking about. And again, the, the opinion was asked of you and you just gave it. I don't think it was a particularly negative one. I think it was just an, an honest one from, you know, from life experience. And I think that's a... a I don't think it was a particularly bad one. You said she turned around and said it's something she wants to do because she likes because she likes it, which is fair enough. You didn't put her down for that. It was just a logical opinion. And you sort of went, yeah, sure, why not? So to me, I'm going to go with a not the arsehole on this one. You know, it could be a controversial one. I'm not sure. It could be an everyone sucks here because it's kind of a petty argument in some ways, isn't it really? <laughs> but hey, let's check out what some of the comments say. So Top says, you are not the arsehole for anything you said to Denise. Like you said, she asked. You even prefaced your thought by saying, if it matters to you. That fully acknowledges that not everyone's primary motivation is making as much money as they possibly can and it in no way invalidated or belittled that desire. You're the arsehole for throwing previous financial help in your sister's face. And Jump Much says, no one's an arsehole here. Ari, what you said to your niece, but you're the arsehole for what you said to your sister. You haven't loaned her any money for her daughter's education, so you don't get to complain that she's not in a good enough job to pay it back. If you don't think she'll be able to return a loan in the future, don't loan her the money, which she hasn't even asked for, and leave it at that. No need to editorialize, especially over hypothetical future scenarios. Your scorn for your niece's major is showing. And Slavia says, not the arsehole ex-art history major here, albeit for only a year. And unfortunately, you're right. It's why I ended up changing major. Art history jobs are extremely hard to come by, often don't pay a lot starting out, and many require two to three plus years of experience, which is usually done through unpaid or poorly paid internships. That being said, your niece already has a big step ahead by attending NYU. And if she does well and is truly passionate about the program, she has a fair shot and you should encourage that. A lot of internships are gained through your university. There are a lot of art museums in NYC. If you care to win back your sister's opinion and want to help your niece out, recommend she start looking at job listings and possible volunteer slash internship opportunities now to gain an understanding on not only what jobs are out there, but what their education experience requirements are. 
While this is what convinced me not to major in heart history, it'll give her a realistic look at what she needs to be successful, if at all. And this is one of the things that I love about subreddits and just Reddit in general. You know, you're always going to find someone who's done something related to that story. And I absolutely love that. Getting inside experience. It's just, just all knowledge, you know. And Ariel Drea says, not the arsehole to your niece. She clearly didn't care and is probably desensitized to those comments. Although in my personal opinion, why would you even say that to her? Just be proud of the kid for going to NYU but you're the arsehole for what you said to your sister. And why would you make your niece pay for her mother? Yeah, that bit is true. What everyone is saying about, you know, what he said to his sister, that was sort of arseholeish behavior. So I'm almost tempted to go for everyone sexy, but I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with not the arsehole at the moment. And we'll have one more from TX Pharma saying, what a stupid and pointless argument. This wasn't about your niece's future career prospects and you know it. Does it make you feel good to remind your sister that you loaned her money? Or you only care about getting back what money is owed to you? gross man your sister sucks for starting slash continuing a needless argument everyone sucks here and now i turn this one to you guys what do you guys think of this situation do you know anything about art majors and stuff like that does she stand a chance let me know your thoughts in the comments below and our next story is from a throwaway account am i the asshole for telling my kids half siblings i'm not to their mum my 31 female ex-husband, 34 male, and I have been divorced for about five years. He left me when our oldest was two, and while I was pregnant with my daughter, currently four. He left me for his ex before me, after he started an affair with her and gotten her pregnant around the same time I was. They had kids from when they were together previously and probably from the affair. They married six months after the divorce. I'll admit I was pretty petty back then. I told them I did not want their kids in my house and that he wouldn't be allowed in the room at my daughter's birth. He called me unfair and said I was trying to create a divide in his family already. Pettiness aside, I've come around over the years as my kids really enjoy the time with their half-siblings. I've learned to let most things go and I've been able to move on and focus on keeping my kids happy and healthy. Unfortunately, my ex-husband's wife passed away last year and he's taken things pretty hard. I offered to keep the kids at mine as he was having a hard time managing working full time, his own grief and taking care of their kids. Four male, six female, seven male. I helped them with school, made meals, took them to doctor's appointments, the whole shebang. Ex-husband is doing a lot better now, but still drops the kids off during the week as I work from home and I have pretty flexible hours. So I can give the kids the proper care. He usually picks them up around 7pm most nights or calls to let me know I'm keeping them for the night. This has worked fine. However, his oldest and youngest have started calling me mama. I brought this up to X and told him he needed to address this with them. He told me there's no harm in them calling me mum, and I'm pretty much their mum after everything I've done for them. Um, no. I've told him he needed to address it or I would, and he told me to do whatever and left for the night. The next morning, the kids get dropped off and we're all sat down for breakfast. His son says, mama, can I? And I take the kids aside to explain what my ex wouldn't. I told the kids that I love having them around, truly I do, but I'm not their mama. I'm my daughter and my son's mama, and that they have their own mama. The kids seem to understand. They asked what they could call me instead, and I said they could call me my name or Miss Leela. Ex-husband came to get my kids and asked them if they had fun at mama's today, and the kids corrected him. He put them in the car and told me I'm an effing bitch for crushing them like this, that they needed a mother figure and now I'm isolating them and they grew up to hate their siblings for having a mum when they don't. I feel like crap now because they are small and still going through quite a bit right now. Should I just let them call me mama? 
Oh man, it's one of those ones where you know, the tears always get to me, man. You're just thinking about those poor kids sat at the table and this isn't the mother's fault in any way whatsoever because the ex didn't explain Opie's boundaries to them and then they turn around and say, Mama, can I? And then she had to take them to a side and explain the situation and they understood. From what I get from this post, they seem to understand it and ask what they could call her, which is absolutely fantastic and the kids are smarter than the dad in this situation, right? And the mum just did everything possible in that situation she said i love having them around truly she does but she's not their mama and it sounds like she's doing way more than she should be in this situation and x is just basically taking the piss really and op is being manipulated to you know look after these children and i'm not saying that she shouldn't be looking after these children because clearly she loves them and if she wants to do it then fair play to her but the ex is taking advantage regardless right and just to reiterate i think it's fantastic that these children do have this stable figure in their life right now someone that's actually caring for them when it sounds like the ex is just being like really flaky to me anyway i might be wrong in saying that but it just feels that way to me Especially after after everything Opie has been through, you know, she was cheated on and then, you know, she said she was petty in her past, but she put that all to the side because she understands, she understands that the kids love spending time together. And that's just fantastic. An absolutely brilliant person. And I just hope, I really hope that they're just not being manipulated in such a way that, you know, it's just taking the piss. But I am so thankful as well what she's doing for the children. It's a really tough one in that respect, you know. But let's check out some of the comments below to see what they say. So a note of cocktail says, I would say not the arsehole. It's not a role you feel comfortable with. I understand it's hard for the kids though, but you gave dad plenty of notice for him to be a part of this great reveal. And the fact that he's cementing this in their heads by referring to you as mama is just honestly bang out of order and creating the problem to begin with. I think this was his way to begin sliding back into your life. He sounds super selfish. And after calling you names, I honestly wouldn't be watching his kids for him again. To which OP says, I'm not going to punish the kids for his bad behavior. They always have a home here. And yeah, I got an opinion says, your ex is manipulative as hell. I know you like them and I know your kids do as well, but you're getting played like a fiddle by the guy who made one of these kids while you were still married to him. Of course he's pulling this shit. Stop watching them. Not the asshole, but damn it, don't let him do this shit. And 87 North says, not the arsehole, if you're not comfortable with these kids calling you mama, as unfortunate as losing their mother is, then your ex has to realize that your feelings are not up to him. Do note that while they call you Miss Layla or whatever you prefer, being a role model, motherly figure goes far beyond what someone's title is. I commend you for stepping up and helping out. You sound like a great mum to all these kids, regardless of the title. And one more from Mew Mew like that says, not the arsehole and you're a great mum, but damn, please tell me you're getting child support for your kids and babysitting money for his. He calls you to let you know that three extra kids will be sleeping over because he's having a bad mental health day. Opie replies, he does give me money for their dinners and usually pays for most of their kids' things anyway. His bad mental health days are usually him sobbing in bed for hours or him being catatonic and unresponsive. He's gotten better to where he can at least send a text telling me he needs some help. And one more reply to that saying from Obliberty Blob Blob. Just to be clear though, that's not your problem. Understandably, he's grieving the loss of his wife, but if he's sobbing in bed or in a catatonic state to the extent where he cannot care for his own children, he needs to take responsibility for his own mental health and well-being by seeking some kind of help, professional help, not the help of the ex he cheated on and left while she was pregnant. As much as it's clear that you are an amazing source of support for his kids, they are his responsibility. Other people with kids figure out childcare arrangements. You should not be in a position where you are his only option. 
but he sounds pretty accustomed to it, expects you to be on call to care for them, and is even encouraging his children to call you mama. All kind of boundaries are being crossed here. Honestly, it sounds like he's taking advantage of you and knows just how to manipulate you and make you feel bad for him. Although that's not really surprising after all the cheating and the lying. I know you want what's best for the kids, but this guy needs to pull himself together so he can parent his own children. Not the arsehole, obviously. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 